G. Barnett. The Naval Academy says a midshipman has died there. Officers say a man was arrested and charged after choking a law enforcement animal. I'm Acacia James. A look down the road toward improving this busy commuter route on Neil Augenstein. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Terrifying moments at a mall near Indianapolis when a gunman opened fire at a food court. It was chaos. We, there was a, it was like an animal kingdom in there. It just ran out the doors every exit. We had people going into locked gates, putting them in the back of the store. Police say three people were killed, two wounded at the Greenwood Park Mall before a licensed bystander shot and killed the gunman. One of the survivors is a 12-year-old girl. Investigators are looking for a motive. A scathing report details the botched police response to the mass shooting at a Texas elementary school that took the lives of 19 children and two teachers. Correspondent Lilia Luciano is in Uvalde. A Texas committee found that the chaos scene was caused by a lack of leadership. The committee released the 77-page report which found that those first responders who went right towards a shooter's classroom within minutes acted appropriately at first. But all officers failed to prioritize saving the lives of innocent victims over their own safety. A former Trump advisor goes on trial for refusing to subpoena to testify before lawmakers investigating the January 6th attack. CBS's Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill. It's jury selection today for the former White House strategist and campaign manager Steve Bannon accused of snubbing this January 6th select committee a committee that's speeding toward its next hearing and claiming great progress despite Bannon's lack of cooperation. States in the nation's midsection are baking under scorching temperatures and they're worried about more than people overseas. Correspondent Vicki Barker from London. Here in the UK they're painting some railroad tracks white to try to keep them from warping. Faced with weather like we've never face before, the infrastructure will suffer. Entire train lines have had to close down, with Britain under its first ever heat-related red alert. It could hit 104 here for the first time ever. Monkeypox cases in the U.S. are still on the rise. Lines still long for hard-to-find vaccines in places like New York. WCBS-TV's Tony Aiello found Alexander Gottlieb waiting at a pop-up clinic in Brooklyn. I took the train for an hour and a half to get here. Worth it? Um, I guess. We don't really have a choice right? Got to try to stay safe. By the CDC's count, almost 9 in 10 Californians now live in areas with high levels of Omicron's BA5 variant. Some colleges are responding. KCBS-TV's Leslie Marine in L.A. UC Irvine will be back to bringing its mask mandates for anyone inside campus buildings because of the increase in COVID cases. Now the policy will apply to everyone, no matter their vaccination status. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803 on your Monday morning. It's the 18th of July. Little on the cloudy side now and could be stormy later. Good morning to you. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. Fairfax County Police are searching for a man who they say stabbed and killed his wife over the weekend. Officers were called to the area of 5200 Rolling Road in Springfield, Virginia, just after noon Sunday. Lieutenant Dan Spital says a family member called police after the suspect, Jose Hernandez Mejia, called them about the stabbing. The family members arrived on scene. He explained to them what he had done inside. 
he handed over some personal belongings to the family members, and then he left the scene in a 2016 black Honda HRV with Virginia tags. T is in Tango, X is in X-ray, V is in Victor. 1986. Mejia is considered armed and dangerous. Authorities issued a warrant for second degree murder and police are asking Mejia to turn himself in. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. D.C. police are trying to sort out a fatal shooting after an off-duty officer killed a man near the wharf in Southwest. And now sources close to this investigation have revealed the officer's name. Surveillance video at the busy wharf in D.C. captured the moments just before a deadly shooting by an off-duty officer Saturday night. Shortly after 9 p.m., police say restaurant and bar patrons spotted 23-year-old Lazarus David Wilson brandishing a gun. The Washington Post reports off-duty D.C. Commander Jason Bagshaw saw him too, pulled out a weapon and gave a command to stop. When Wilson didn't, Bagshaw shot and killed him. He's on administrative leave. Investigators are trying to sort out the timeline and answer why Wilson was carrying a bag with $30,000 stuffed inside. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. A midshipman at the Naval Academy has died. The Academy has not yet announced the identity of the person, but they say foul play is not suspected. The midshipman was found yesterday. No other details have been provided at this point. And this is the second midshipman to die this year. Last month, 24-year-old Taylor Connors of Utah died while on leave from the academy. Well, the goal is to keep traffic moving, and even though it wouldn't help commuters today, Loudoun County has plans to improve travel on one of the area's most congested routes. This is Route 50 at Loudoun County Parkway near South Riding. It has the highest traffic volume, and unfortunately, it's also among the top two or three intersections for crashes. Dulles Supervisor Matt Letourneau, the county just got $35 million toward eventually building an interchange to replace these lights. In the past few decades, that's been done on routes 28 and 7. This would be a first for 50. He says it's an early step toward securing the funding to actually build an interchange here in Loudoun County, near Loganstein. WTLP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Nearly a month after primaries in D.C. and Virginia, voters in Maryland will decide some big races tomorrow. Both Republican and Democrats will choose candidates for governor, controller, and attorney general. Senator Chris Van Hollen will also be up for re-election, but there are primaries for all eight U.S. House seats. There's also a host of county and city races on the ballots. Polls will be open from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. tomorrow. And you can find everything you need to know about the Maryland elections on WTOP.com. Up ahead on WTOP, Tacoma Park Police are asking for help solving a murder. It's 8.07. To learn the facts, look at their record. When Donna Edwards was in Congress, she was rated the least effective Democrat. Not one of her bills was ever passed into law. And Donna Edwards was notorious for inattention to constituent services. The Washington Post endorsed Glenn Ivey, saying he was, quote, highly successful as state's attorney and would make a more effective member of Congress. Glenn Ivey, quote, launched aggressive prosecutions against violent gangs, police officers who used excessive force, and mortgage fraudsters. While he established programs to divert first offenders rather than lock them up for minor crimes. And Glenn Ivey led the fight to end the death penalty in Maryland. Glenn Ivey. Democrat for Congress, endorsed by The Washington Post.
United Democracy Project paid for and is responsible for the content of this ad. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. www.udp.us <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature.